Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of two college athletes. He has a wealth of experience to share. Here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 379 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. This week, I'm going to help you transition from the fall sports season to the winter sports season. Knowing that there are hundreds of different situations that recruited student-athletes are in, I'm going to cover what a potential student-athlete should be doing as a freshman or sophomore in high school if you just finished a season. Then, if you are a freshman or sophomore and you are going into your season, then I will cover the two seasonal options for potential student-athletes in their junior and senior years of high school. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is part of the Recruit Me education business. My name is Brent Hanks, and I am the owner and CEO of Recruit Me. Recruit Me's goal is to provide you, whether you are a potential student-athlete or the parent of a potential student-athlete, with as many free and inexpensive recruiting resources as possible. You can find the Athletic Scholarship Podcast on your favorite podcast app, and a new episode hits every Tuesday. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is the world's longest-running recruiting education podcast. Other resources that RecruitMe provides are the free recruiting power pack, which is available on the recruit-me.com website. You get a download with the first steps to an athletic scholarship, an audio file about how to use videos, and a free player profile template. Just sign up on the recruit-me.com homepage. Also, you can sign up for the free Recruit Me monthly newsletter that gives you monthly recruiting tips, advice, and links to last month's The Athletic Scholarship Podcast episodes. The Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System gives you a 200-plus page manual and workbook to take you step-by-step through your personalized recruiting journey. You can get the Recruit Me 3.0 system for only $39. You will get the seven steps to an athletic scholarship and much, much more. Step one, select the right schools to contact. Step two, write a great introductory email. Step three, create your one-page player profile. Step four, build your own recruiting questionnaire. Step five, track your communications. Step six, send one-page updates. And step seven, make your school choice wisely. Go to recruit-me.com to get your recruiting plan today. As a high school freshman or sophomore, you are in the early phases of recruitment. A large majority of high school student-athletes are not getting actively recruited as a freshman or a sophomore. I know there are exceptions, and if you are one of those high school athletes that are getting attention, then you just want to speed up the process through the seven steps to an athletic scholarship that were mentioned earlier. But don't skip any of those steps. If you are a freshman or a sophomore and just finished your high school season, here are a few scenarios that might have played out this fall season. If you had a good season where you played a lot on the school's freshman team or JV team, then you have a good foundation in your sport and you gain valuable experience. You may or may not know if you want to pursue an athletic college career. As a freshman or sophomore, you may not have the size or the varsity time to gain college attention. That's okay. College coaches can't contact you in most of your freshman or sophomore year anyway. Go to nca.org to check out recruiting calendars. So if you are a freshman or sophomore that is just out of your season, then this is a great time to work on step one of the steps to an athletic scholarship. Step one is choose the right schools to contact. The Recruit Me 3.0 athletic scholarship system describes how to build and research your school list. Also, the Athletic Scholarship Podcast has past episodes covering multiple ways to start and build your personal list. 
Go to recruit-me.com and there's a category called school or college list on the athletic scholarship page. Also, there are categories of high school freshman year and high school sophomore year. Here are things that you can do. Make sure you spend time on your grades. If you are coming off a season, you may not have had as much time to devote to classes. Do not dig yourself an academic hole as a freshman or a sophomore. Down the road, you will find that your GPA could pay for a majority of your college tuition and that your athletic scholarship may be less than what you thought. Another thing that you can do is if you are traveling for the holidays or if you are traveling with a club team or an off-season team, you can do what I call drive-throughs. Take time in your travels to research colleges in towns that you are traveling to and that are on or near the routes that you will take. Way back in episode 206, I did an episode called Let's Take a drive Through." A drive through is a quick look at college campuses. The purpose of drive throughs is to get familiar with what a college campus even looks like and to take notes not only about the college campus, but about the area and the town the college is in. Use these drive throughs as part of filling out your parameters list. You can get a parameters worksheet and a college school worksheet in the Recruit Me 3.0 system, or you can get them by emailing me at brent at recruit-me.com. The parameters worksheet helps you to paint a picture of your likes and dislikes and wants and needs in a college experience. The parameters worksheet has type or types of colleges, location, distance from home, type of academics, majors, yearly cost, types of financial aid, student population, sports levels, and preferences. This is a worksheet that you fill out and adjust many times throughout your recruiting journey. Also, start filling out your college school list. As a freshman or sophomore, fill out schools in all levels of play, schools that fit your parameters. Start doing research on the levels of play in each college. Journal your findings so that you can go back and reference your research. You can use this information when you're ready to send your introductory emails to college coaches. During your sophomore year is a good time to start learning how to construct and write your introductory email and start building your player profile. Your player profile is the best indicator of when you can start contacting college coaches. You can get a free player profile template by getting the free recruiting power pack on the recruit-me.com website. After you fill out your parameters worksheet and start filling out your colleges on your college list worksheet, take 15 to 30 minutes a day to start doing and recording research on each college. Research the distance from home, the size of the college, the level and the conference of the program, the initial tuition, and the other cost of the college. Check out the surrounding town and the area of the college. Check out the dorms, cafeterias, and other food options and recreational options. Start gathering coaches' names and contact information. Dig a little into the size of the current student-athletes, their height and their weight, and where they are from or transferred in from. Now, let's not forget to continue to train. Most high school freshmen and sophomores, especially boys, are not hitting their peak maturity and size and strength. You can work on developing good workout, nutritional, and study habits. These will carry through your high school junior and senior years and into college. Working on earning a spot on a club competitive team or on a varsity team next season. If you are playing another high school sport, then balance your time on researching colleges to contact. Also, don't give up on working on your possible college sport. You don't have to spend hours and hours on that sport, but work on fundamentals regularly. Get a ball or a bat in your hands regularly. Stretch, sprint, dry run a skill, read or watch videos about your sports skills. Again, 15 to 30 minutes regularly can help you get an advantage for your sport for the next season. 
Oh, I almost forgot to mention that you should start preparing as a sophomore to take your ACT or SAT test late in your sophomore year. I feel taking the test can help you be ready to take it again in your junior year. Now, if you are a freshman or sophomore going into your high school season, what should you be doing? Number one is be the best player that you can be at this time. High school sports gives you daily practices to help you improve on and learn your sport. High school sports bring more discipline than off-season sports do, but many times you don't get to play or shoot as much as you or your parents feel that you should. Sometimes winning at the freshman level or JV level isn't the main focus of that team. You may be mixed in with all four grades, and your skills and size may or may not be ready for varsity play. Pitch your skills against teammates every day and against opponents from rival schools in every game. If you don't get as much playing time as you want, be a good teammate and keep improving in your daily practices. Other than that, when you are in season, keep up your grades, work on your nutrition, and make time for your college list and research. Since your sport is in season, then most likely, so are the colleges. This is a great time to go to local colleges and watch college games in person. Sit close to the court or to the action and get a feel for the size, the speed, the strength, and the skill of college athletes. Go to as many levels, NCAA Division I, Division II, Division III, or NAIA, or junior college as you can. Grab a game program and see where the athletes come from, what the sizes of the athletes are, and where the teams play on a schedule. Also, with all the sports online sources, you can watch any level of play on your TV, computer, or phone. Most teams' websites have links to their games on their schedule page. Now let's jump into what a junior or a senior should be doing coming off their sports season. If you haven't done your parameters and school list worksheets, then do those. Create a special recruiting email like suttonhanks2022 at gmail.com and use it for all recruiting communications. Share the email access with a parent or an adult too. This is a great time to go to the NCA or NAIA eligibility centers and register. You also need to be writing your introductory email and filling out your player profile and build your personal recruiting questionnaire. If you have good, impressive information on your player profile, then you are ready to send your introductory packet to your list of college coaches. Have a journal or get the Athletic Scholarship 24-month Planner and Journal to record your communications. Coaches are finishing their season, so understand they may be concentrating on their current season. But don't let that stop you from emailing them your highlight videos, academic and athletic accolades, test scores, and sports-specific metrics. Take time to have questions ready for coaches. Coaches want potential student-athletes to ask questions and to interact in conversation. Also, be ready to answer questions with more than a one-word answer when a coach asks you questions. Your off-season may be a good time for more drive-throughs and even official or unofficial visits to college campuses and to meet coaches. Many of the fall sports have good huddle type of video, or you can take your parents' videos to develop into a one-and-a-half to two-minute highlight clip. Put your best highlights first. Don't use special effects or music. Well, maybe a circle or an arrow to indicate where you are in the video. Have a communication tracking plan by journaling everything that you send out, emails or texts. Journal the emails or texts that you get back or phone calls you receive. Be sure to get a calendar out and map out your introductory packet sendouts, your follow-ups, and more follow-ups. You can follow up by email, which is easy to track, text, DMs, or phone calls that you make or get from college coaches. I mentioned drive-thrus earlier. This is a great time to set up unofficial or official visits. Listen to episodes 225, 226, and 271 
for visit information. Your junior and senior year can be go time for contacting your targeted college coaches. The last thing for today for your off-season assignment is to visit with your high school coach and your club coach to get advice or to ask if they would write a reference or make contact with college coaches. Add them to your team if they are willing. As the fall season changes to the high school winter sports, a high school junior and senior student athlete needs to concentrate on their play. Not only game or meet performance, but daily practice performance. Whether you are a top performer or a role player or you come off the bench, I truly feel that if you have the desire to play your sport in college, then there is a place for you. My youngest son, Sutton, didn't come into his realized potential to play college baseball until the summer between his junior and senior year. His exceptional speed led him to highlight his fielding in the outfield, his bunning, and his base running to college coaches. And even though he played only JV high school baseball his junior year and platooned in the outfield his senior year, he used his specialty, speed, to gain an opportunity to play at the NAI level of college baseball. If you're in season, be sure to video or get huddle video to make your two-minute highlight videos. Use videos, academic and athletic accolades, and game stats and recognition to use as updates through your season. You do not have to send out updates after every game or event, but send updates regularly to stay in front of the college coaches you want to target. Be sure and respond to every communication you get from a college coach. Never burn a bridge by ghosting a coach. That Division II assistant coach may end up being a head coach or a Division I assistant coach the next year. Mix in watching college sports as much as you can during your busy sports season. Based on your play throughout the season, adjust and research your college list. It is an ever-changing list. As I say over and over, if there are a thousand student-athletes, there will be a thousand different recruiting journeys. So I can never cover everyone's situation. But Recruit Me wants to throw out as many of the basics that will be pieces of a majority of these journeys. Back on episodes 369 through 373 and episodes 377 and 378, I covered the seven sections of the recruiting checklist. I ended those episodes with a section of the recruiting checklist that is found on page five of the Athletic Scholarship 24-month Recruiting Planner and Journal, which is a book written by the Recruit Me founder, John Fugler. You can get your copy by searching on Amazon or by contacting me, Brent, at recruit-me.com. Section eight of the recruiting checklist is academic performance. And the checkoffs that you have are read and understand the NCA academic requirements. Read and understand the academic requirements at the top schools on your list. Raise your GPA by study habits, class attendance, or tutors. Improve your SAT and ACT test scores. If you need to, get coaching and commit to excellence. Next week, I'll have section number nine, know the recruiting rules. That will be the last section of the recruiting checklist. Don't be afraid to email me, brent at recruit-me.com, if you have any questions or suggestions. Thank you for listening to the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. Join me next week for another 15 minutes that will change your athletic scholarship future.